Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes! Yes, y'all, from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm, driving this thing as best she can. It's the Duchess of the Dorks. It is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Howdy. How Happy Monday. Did you have a good weekend? I did. Two of my best friends got engaged. So oh. That, that was fun. Cool. Yeah. Uh, to each other? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, it's a, yeah. It's also yeah, it possible a, that like two yeah. of your best friends <laughs> no, got no, no, engaged yeah, yeah, separately. No, 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 like, separately. Yeah, like together. Yeah, okay, it was a it. yeah Ty and Rudy. They got well, engaged. So that was awesome. That's uh, awesome. Hit it, but I had to hide in the snow in bushes for about thirty minutes to try oh, and take pictures. Sur- it was Saturday, oh, so gotcha. surprised they went hiking. Quinn and I are over there hiding in the bushes. It's cold. I was like, who in their right mind would willingly agree to go hiking in this? It was that part was bad, but the rest of the day was great. That's pretty great. So we're yeah pumped for them. Yeah, that's when. That's, I don't know. When I proposed to my wife, I was just like, I, I thought about, oh, should I get the hire a photographer and have them hire? I was like, nah, I don't want that kind of pressure. Uh, never mind. Do we have first, fourth, third, fourth? We don't need, we don't need to, ca- we, we don't need don't to, need that. you know, document this super important moment. No, in do we have first, fourth, third, fourth? We do. Allison Brown, Daniel Agnew, Brent Homan, and Meese. Welcome in, guys. And sitting to my right, the Titans 28 to my oh, Ravens man. 12. Let's go. We're still going, it's baby. Still <laughs> Are you going to Nashville? Uh, if they go to the Super Bowl. I thought you said it was the AFC Championship. That's too short of notice. Flights are expensive. Man. Let me let me ask you. Yeah. Just get on the road. Uh, all road right. Trip. All right. I could. All right. But okay. No. All right. I could scoop. Yes, I could get my friend in Oklahoma. We can both go, but no. There is there is scoop no. I I have hypothetically hypothetically speaking entirely hypothetically. Mm-hmm. If you had tickets to Sunday's game in Kansas City, in Kansas City, would you go? That's not a terrible drive. It's really not. It's eight hours. Yeah. I've done it a lot. Like, I mean, that's a... I don't think so. No? No. C- are you okay. worried? Hypothetically. The, yeah. mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Three weeks from now. Uh, where is the Super Bowl? Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As a <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Forget Kansas City. Right. Miami, we're Absolutely. there. All right. We're going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> to get Ish to the Super Bowl if the Titans so. make it. So. Uh, I do think it's weird 
that they beat the Houston that they beat the or rather they will go from uh, what it's now going to be the the former Houston Oilers mm-hmm. against the former Dallas Texans. Yeah, basically. I was thinking about that all week. There are a couple like. I mean, we can get onto the show a little bit. There are a couple of like old, interesting nuggets from this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, is that um, the Texans are used to this kind of collapse in the playoffs. Um, but one of them for like historians and things like that. <laughs> Sorry, um, but also that you know it's the NFL 100, right? Mm-hmm. And if the Packers beat the 49ers, it's going to be one of the original eight versus one of the, either none. Uh, doesn't matter if it's the Chiefs or the Titans. One of the original AFL teams. I guess that's right. Huh. So for the hundred year, that'd be a pretty cool thing if the Packers win because yeah. the 49ers were the next group of teams that came in the NFL. Not be cool the Packers, the Packers cool. will be the Packers are one of the original eight, and then the Chiefs and the Titans are one of the original AFL teams when they when the brands the both those leagues first came up. So well, this is that'd a, be a coolish historical kind of narrative going on there. Well, uh, you should know that which my, means the 49ers are going to win now. So that my wife is rooting for the Chiefs because she's a former Rams fan. She has to have some team to root for. It's a Missouri thing. They're the most sure. local now. They're That's the fun. most local. Yeah. So you should know that. But this show yeah. is a Titans show. Yes, yeah. it is. Today is Monday, January 13th, 2020. 318 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 882. 882, the number of at-bats for Elvis Andrews and his illustrious Texas Rangers hey, career. Hey, that's a that's a big one. That's a big one. On today's show, he'll probably have his number retired at some point. On today's show, we're going to talk. We're going to dive into the Texas high school ball coaching changes. We've got our big uh, site up on TexasFootball.com. You can see all the coaching changes. Of course, Matt Stepp is breaking pretty much like eighty-five percent of them. Uh, so we'll ha- we'll go through the big ones right now on TexasFootball.com. Then back half the show, there is a football game tonight. Uh, while the while the Texans loss means that football season in the state of Texas. For 2019-2020 is over. Um, that, there is a football game tonight. We will discuss the Texas ties in the 2020 uh, college football playoff national championship game tonight. We'll get into that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about coaching changes. Uh, if you go to texasfootball.com slash coaching hyphen changes, or if you just go to texasfootball.com, it's right under, it's right at the top. It says coaching changes. Uh, we are keeping, of course, uh, your source for the uh, coaching coaching moves in the 2020 offseason. I guess technically it's 2019, 2020 offseason, but we'll just call it the 2020 offseason, okay? Yeah. We'll call it 20 because we're already here. Almost mm-hmm. all of it's happening. We already point. celebrated. Um, Matt Stepp, your Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider, is, of course, got his finger on the pulse of Texas high school football. And this is his season. This is Step Bomb season. Oh, yeah. This is – this, this is, is when ISO, like ISO season clear. Yeah, ISO. yeah, this is this is this is this is bad step. Like calling for the ball, he's just like no. Nope. Well, there, I remember there were a couple news breaks last week that he didn't get, and we just like let him have it in the in the Slack chat. Yeah, we're like God, dude. <laughs> he's like yeah. you're slipping. What well, are well you yeah, doing? we'll talk about one of them here in a minute. That was a relatively big one out in East Texas that he didn't get, and yeah, we gotta we gotta make sure we we roast him whenever we get the chance. But anyway, Matt Step is breaking pretty much all of these stories. We got him at TexasFootball.com. Uh, but we'll go through basically the big ones uh, across the state of Texas. You can see all of them at TexasFootball.com. Um, Beaumont United will have its second ever coach, Arthur Arthur Lewis, uh, who was kind of he came out of retirement. He used to coach. I want to say he was at Westbrook, maybe Central. I know he was a, a big luminary there. In um, he's a Beaumont ISD kind of legend down there in in Beaumont. He came out of retirement to take over Beaumont United. It's not surprising uh, that he is uh, he is going back into retirement. Uh, I think the idea was Arthur Lewis was going to get Beaumont United off the ground, get it moving in the right direction, and then 
going to retire. So Beaumont United is open. Belton is also open. Uh, Sam Skidmore uh, is moving into an uh, an athletic director role uh, after uh, I would say a relatively disappointing season this year, three and seven. Uh, they are going to be uh, they are going to uh, open up there in Belton. Elsewhere, this came down today, but Ronnie Mullins has uh, retired at Irving MacArthur. He was there for 16 years mm-hmm. there in Irving MacArthur. I want to say he, yeah, he's the dean of, of Irving ISD coaches. Uh, so Irving MacArthur, uh, before that he was at Naaman Forest and Prosper. Uh, he was Prosper ISD athletic director for a while. Uh, but this is, uh, Ronnie Mullins has retired there at Irving MacArthur. That job has come open. Um uh, also, uh, we mentioned Beaumont United is going to have its first uh, or second head coach in program history. So is Keller Timber Creek. Keller Timber Creek, Kevin Golden, after 10 years, is going to step aside. Uh, they uh, The best mark, they went 7-5 in 2016. Uh, but Keller Timber Creek is a, is a job that I think um, has a lot of uh, uh, upside there. Mm-hmm. Um, unsurprising, one that we mentioned, uh, Tyler Lee has opened. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lee, Kurt Trailer is leaving. Because uh, he's uh, got a Shocker. college job, Kurt Trailer, of course, the brother uh, of uh, of of his brother Jeff Trailer, who's the new head coach at UTSA. He joins the UTSA staff uh, after uh, th- after three seasons at Tyler Lee. Uh, so Tyler Lee's open. Tyler Lee's the only real now that Longview's dropping. If you're talking about East Texas six A jobs, mm-hmm. this is about it. I mean, you can go way out east and, and stuff. You know, however you want to define East Texas, you can probably right. find another six A job. But really, as far as like true East Texas, Greater Tyler area, this is the only six A job in, in East Texas. So uh, that's that's going to be a big one. That I feel like is going to get some uh, some big time um, applicants, mm-hmm. big time applicants. Uh, El Paso Chapin out there. Uh, Renee Hernandez uh, has stepped down after 13 seasons with the uh, with the Huskies. Um, they are dro- uh, they are uh, that's five A Division one job. So that's a big El Paso job uh, suddenly come open. Um, this is as far as if you're looking at teams that had great 2019s. Uh, New Caney coming open is a little bit yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah. Brady Pennington is retiring after 17 years. Um, they went 10 and one this year. The dreaded 10 and one, but they went 10 and one. Yeah. And he was 116 and 69 overall there, uh, both at New Caney and then before that he was at Van. Um, we have a job that's been filled. A couple of jobs have been filled. Uh, West Mesquite came open briefly. Uh, Jeff Neal was reassigned after seven seasons, uh, and uh, this was one we had caught wind of as a possibility during state championship games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Frank Sandoval mm-hmm. is leaving Mejia to yep. go to uh, go to. Uh, a West Mesquite. Mm-hmm. I know that he's got family from the DFW Metroplex. I know he wanted to get back to the DFW Metroplex. So Frank Sandoval, after doing a great job at Mejia, mm-hmm. uh, is now really leaving. Really turned him around. Yeah, really did for the Black Cats. He is now moving to West Mesquite where he will take over the Wranglers program. Uh, we had a legend retire. Hugh Sandifer has retired. Uh, after after 32 years, uh, he uh, announced his retirement. The I want to say the four, I tweet, I want to say the 14th Winning his coach in Texas high school football history, I can look it up. Uh, he led the Bulldogs to a title game or to to a state championship in 04. Three other title game appearances, 285, 127, and four. Uh, the last career. the last two years have been rough because they made them jump to 5A and they yeah. just it has been it's been rough mm-hmm. for them the past couple of years. Uh, but Coach Hugh Sandifer, one of our favorites around here, uh, is retired. We wish him a very happy retirement there at Abilene Wiley. But Abilene Wiley is going to be a job that I think is going to get some some attention. Uh, that is a job that uh, that is uh, you know you get out there. I, I know that Abilene High and Abilene Cooper kind of uh, are 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 the the brand names out there, but don't do not sleep on Abilene Wild. I think that's a big job 
down there. You know what I didn't realize when I was looking through this list earlier? I didn't hmm. realize that uh, Galveston Ball is the uh, Golden Tornadoes. You didn't know that? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I See, this, didn't is a, that, this is primarily yeah. an educational show. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> um, Alamo Heights in San Antonio area is open. Mike Norman has retired. Uh, he was uh, he went eight was eight seasons with the Mules uh, down there. Dayton has retired. Or, uh, Dayton is open after uh, Jeff Nations uh, is moving into an AD role only. So that that has jump uh, that job has come open. Um, elsewhere, other big names. Okay, so we can talk about the one that uh, Step got scooped on. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I think I'm comfortable saying this is the biggest open job in the state right now, is Gilmer. Mm-hmm. Gilmer has come open. Matt Turner has retired after 17 seasons at Gilmer. Uh, he was the head coach for five years after Jeff Trailer left. Um, he went 53-17, and 17, went to the semifinals twice. They went 10-4 and four this year. Um, this is a huge job. Look, this is a huge, huge job. And I'm very interested to see where they go because in a lot of ways, when you take a look at Jeff Trailer and then they promoted Matt Turner from within, mm-hmm. they have not done an outside coaching search in probably the better part of 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is the first time it's truly, if you want to say that when Gilmer, when Jeff Trailer left, that they knew they were going to promote Matt Turner. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a search. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that it's been 20 years or so since... Gilmer has come open. Got to bust out the Rolodex. Right. <laughs> uh, but this is, a, this is a great job. A, a huge job. You talk about pedigree out there. 4A Division Two. Mm-hmm. This is a huge, huge job out there in Gilmer. <laughs> Step commented. He said, uh, I did tease it, dot, 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 killing me, y'all. Yeah, well, he did. Listen, he got scooped. Look, he got uh, scooped. But <laughs> it happens. It happens, man. Okay. You know, look. Michael Jordan didn't go undefeated. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan off nights. Um, that, that job has come open. Um, elsewhere, Edna's come open as, uh, uh, this is rather surprising, but Edna's going to be on its third coach in three years after uh, Robert Draper is going to move into administration. They go eight and four this year. It's a proud program down there uh, with, with the Cowboys, but uh, they are looking for their third coach in three years as Robert Draper is moving into administration. Um, elsewhere, another legend uh, is uh, Mike Hedrick has retired. Uh, Mike Hedrick is the 11th all-time winningest coach in Texas high school football history. He has 307 wins, um, and he is retiring after 44 years. Uh, 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 just an unbelievable co- career there. Led uh, Franklin to the title game in 2015. Uh, we wish Coach Hedrick uh, the, the best of the best of luck. That was a guy um, that that we always enjoyed interacting with, mm-hmm. and, and of course that was a program that always had a great. Uh, pedigree, a great tradition. So, interested to see what happens there. Um, elsewhere, bu- 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 oh, another retirement uh, is, is at Abernathy. Abernathy, mm, Daryl yeah. Daly. Yep. Uh, an- another one that I think we can file under, not surprising, uh, but Daryl Daly retired. Uh, this was back in Jan- on January 7th. He retired um, after 11 years at Abernathy, uh, 104 and 33. The reason we say it's not surprising is that Bryson, his son, was a senior. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and it just kind of, you know, he's he's graduating. And so he probably, you know, a, a lot of these coaches, when they when they have kids that play for them, they want to go, they want to finish out the career. And then if there is a, a clean break, it's easy to break. So mm-hmm. uh, we wish Coach Daly uh, the be- uh, a, a great retirement. Yeah, that's another good, uh, that's another good, 
job too. I mean, yes, that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's set up for somebody Abernathy. to come in and just kind of keep the train going. Same with Cisco. Cisco yeah, is Cisco also too. was open for a minute as uh, Brent West uh, moved into an AD role for 19 years there uh, at Cisco. They've promoted uh, Kevin Stinnett to be their new head coach there uh, for the Lobos. Uh, so interested in that. One that I think is very interesting is it Garrison. Garrison uh, mm-hmm. is open at this point. I know they didn't have a great. They had a bit of a disappointing 2019 season. That's a really really good squad. A really good program there. Uh, Larry Prince is uh, leaving after four years there uh, with the Bulldogs. Uh, and then finally, if you want to talk about teams with uh, with recent state championship pedigree, uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday is uh, is uh, it, it will have a new coach for the first time in seemingly forever. Patrick Corker is stepping aside after 15 years. He goes 122 and 57. Two titles in, se- in 07 and 2012. Uh, they have promoted their defensive coordinator, Justin Jocelyn. Justin Jocelyn is the new head coach at Monday. Of course, we've got all the Texas high school ball coaching changes at texasfootball.com, so make sure you check that out. Step, uh, whenever he doesn't get scooped, is going to get um, these uh, updated at texasfootball.com. So you might as well bookmark it. Just bookmark it and so you click. Do people bookmark anymore? I do. I mean, I don't know. I, I do. I, I'm, I guess I'm people. I don't know. You said you're people. I'm people. <laughs> I guess that's true. But I just mean like society. Right. Does society yeah. bookmark Does society anymore? bookmark things anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Uh, I like two things bookmarked, so I'm not a big bookmarker. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, write it on your hand, texasfootball.com slash coaching hyphen changes uh, for all the Texas football coaching changes. We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com. Um, do it. Texasfootball.com. Hey, me said he has that. this show bookmarked. There you go. That's pretty, oh, pretty okay. neat. Yeah. Good. Yeah, do that. Let's bring back the bookmark idea. thing. Um, get onto your Dig account and, uh, and, and bookmark it. Wow. Dig it. Wow. I have, That's no, a I have literally zero idea what that is. It's okay. Dig. I'll, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, let's talk about uh, college football. College football season, of course, in Texas is over. Um, we're now getting ready for the 2019 season, or 2020 season, rather. But there's one more game in the 2019 season, and it is tonight. It does not involve any Texas teams. For the f- <laughs> uh, for oh, goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Sneezed. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> It's a natural human thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where was I? Um, <laughs> oh, whatever. <okay. laughs> Just go. <laughs> uh, there's one more game tonight, the College Football Playoff National Championship. It is the Clemson Tigers against the LSU Tigers. Uh, who are we? The Wildcats. Who are we going to beat? The Wildcats. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, a lot of ink spilled about this game. We're all going to watch it because it's football. It's the last college football game of the year. Um if you are a Texan and you are looking for a rooting interest, then inevitably everything would lean towards rooting for LSU. Mm-hmm. Okay, LSU has four starters that are from Texas. Austin Deckelis, their their tackle, uh, is from uh, is from Cy Fair. Uh, Caleb on Chason. Uh, the former Galena Park North Shore star uh, is a starter and a key contributor on that defense. Uh, Grant Delpit, of course, mm-hmm. former Houston Lamar kid. Then he finishes year his career at, at IMG Academy, uh, but he is stars in that secondary. By the way, if you're a draft Nick, you're probably going to want to watch him too because I know he's going to oh, he's yeah. he's getting a lot of looks. And then their kicker, 
Uh, Cade York, the Pride yeah. of Prosper, is going to be uh, kicking for them. Hey, those are just four of the 15 Texans on the LSU roster. It's pretty good, that. which is not surprising. Mm-hmm. LSU has always had a nice recruiting foothold in the state of Texas. Yep. And so um, they will have, uh, there will be a, a distinctly Texan flair mm-hmm. with uh, LSU. The same cannot be said for Clemson. <laughs> okay? Not much of a shock. I remember, I want to say two years ago we talked about this, but Clemson did not have a single Texan on their roster. That's nuts. Well, they're, they're recruit. it's like they're one of the unique weird. teams to where like, because you look at Ohio State, you look at Bama, you look at LSU, you look at, I'm trying to think of another power team of the Ohio State. Georgia, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mentioned Ohio oh. State. All those schools know that they can reach into Texas whenever they want, mm-hmm. right, and grab the occasional four-star, five-star, especially Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Clemson's a team that's like, you guys got Texas, we got Atlanta. Right. We're fine. Right. Like, yeah. And so it's like, it's the, they're the Georgia, one pa- Florida. Georgia, Florida. The Carolinas. Uh, yeah, that whole team where it's just like, okay, we're not going to try and get in on the Texas race. There's so many out-of-state mm-hmm. schools, including obviously the ones in-state, trying to really mine every part of the, every part of the state. And so Clemson's the one team where it's like, yeah, we're not we're not going to try to get in on that. We're just going to go right here and right here and it, stick to this. And in it, fact, it's been impressive. Do you know how many Texans they have on their roster this year? This year for two. tonight's game? Two. I'm gonna go none. Split the difference. One. 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 Wow. <laughs> Uh, J.C. Chalk, the former Argyle tight end, huh. is oh, their lone that is Texan, random. <laughs> not only as a contributor, <clears throat> yeah. but on the entire roster. Uh, he does have 13 catches this year. I believe he's listed as their starting tight end. They don't use the tight end a ton as far mm-hmm. as in the passing game, uh, but he has 13 catches for 60 yards this year. Uh, but that's it. That's it. Everything else uh, is is got a lot of South Carolina, a lot of Alabama, a lot of Florida. I will also say uh, this year they did reach into Texas because they got yes. uh, R.J. Mickens. Yes. So they yep. will have another Texan next year. Yeah. Um, but typically. He's South Lake Carroll, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if this like starts like another nightmare trend where it's like now Clemson's going to come into the state. Oh, that'd be bad. If they get <laughs> if they get Mickens and it's like, oh yeah, he's pretty good. Hey, yeah. It's just, yeah, what else, what else is in there? For the uh, <laughs> scope of if they Texas football. football. Yeah, they just start digging like, what else is in there? That's cool. Yeah. We'll take one of these. Wow. <laughs> They yeah, got, they got quarterbacks here too. Because like yeah. another one. Because that's the thing. <laughs> the thing is when you t- when you think about Texas, just when takes people, one. When people come into the state of Texas, yeah. Uh, generally speaking, they come in for um, skill position, skill position guys, and they come in for like defensive secondary guys. Mm-hmm. That's that's generally our greatest exports: are quarterbacks, receivers, um, athletes. They can just kind of mold into yeah. something. Yep. Yeah. It's a good. This is a good offensive line state, but it's not an incredible offensive line it's state. Also, you also have to you have to consider the fact that you know they've played a specific style their yes. whole life. So, like, if you run a pro style, you don't want probably a right. Texas lineman. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly right. <clears throat> so uh, it'll be very interesting. Um, you know, I so so from a Texan perspective, if you if you if you are rooting for the most number of Texans, then tonight you should be rooting for LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a um, good coaching matchup too. Oh Joe yeah, Joe and Dabo. I mean, those are. Those are good dudes. Yeah, that's uh, that'll be that'll be be interesting. The uh, chess match between Joe Brady and Brent Venables' mm-hmm. offense and uh-huh. defense. That's going to be incredible. So uh, also, have you seen like have you been keeping up with all the videos that LSU's putting oh, out? Oh, it's, it's they LSU social media department raise. is the best. It is in that the creative country. department is unbelievable. Yes. They oh. put out one out today that was just awesome. If you yeah. haven't seen it, I, I haven't seen it. the one today. Okay, I, I said, "Yep, I'm ready to run through a brick wall," and okay. I wasn't kidding. Um, if you're lo- if you're interested in the um. 
if you're interested in the the college football um, betting market, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, right now, as it is 12.25 p.m., uh, LSU's a five-point favorite. Um, they are the over-under 67.5. Um, is this your way of doing like an impromptu free money? No, because I've already finished above 500, and I'm not going to risk that, even though it's only one game. Um, what's interesting is that if you take a look at a lot of computer models, mm-hmm. the computer models have this as a, at, from a player perspective, they have it at about a one to two point game on either side, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of this comes down to, I think, how much you value home field advantage in a national championship game. Right. Because mm-hmm. this is, this game's in New Orleans. Is that the Superdome? There will be, you would think, a sizable LSU crowd. Uh, not to say that Clemson ain't going to travel. Did you, did you see the video of yesterday of yep. the LSU band on Bourbon Street? On Bourbon Street, they played Neck. I almost sent it to. I almost sent it to the uh, <laughs> to the group. Hashtag Let them play Neck. I they can't. almost put that in the Slack. They can't. They can't lose now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of it, I think, comes down to whether or not how, how much you you feel like the home field advantage is, is worth. Um, I also think this. I think LSU's been the best team in the country all year. Yeah, I, I think that I think that they have been the best team in the country. Um, there is a there is a legitimate argument that we're talking about. If they win tonight, we're talking about one of the greatest single seasons of all time. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Considering the resume, considering the they have the Heisman winner, mm-hmm. his season, like, yeah, it's there's something on the table. Here. For me, the matchup that I'm watching is going to be how the LSU offensive line holds up against Clemson's front because Clemson's front is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's superb. And if you want to say it's the best in the nation, I would certainly listen to that conversation. I would listen. I would think Ohio State's probably has that, in my opinion. So, but but here's the one thing, is that for the most part, Joe Burrow has not been pressured. Mm-mm. Their offensive line has been great. Yeah. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I'm mad about when uh, Clemson's awesome. And that's the one thing I am upset about not getting Ohio State. I would mm-hmm. love to see Chase Young. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, Clemson still has the capability of pressuring him. Um but I would have. Uh, that's going to be interesting if he's not, if he has some people in the pocket, if he's forced to run a little bit more than he likes to, because he's a mobile quarterback, mm-hmm. he can elude the rush. But um, that's going to be the difference maker right there. Is going to be like, can they protect him for forty eight minutes or sixty right. minutes? Right. That's going to be the big question. Can they protect him? Because we don't really know. The last time that they faced, I would say, an elite front front mm-hmm. would have been when they played Auburn, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, I mean, who else on their on their on their schedule had what you would call a great defensive front mm-hmm. really nobody so that's going to be really interesting is what happens if and when joe burrow is under pressure because that's got that's got to be the biggest the biggest key here because mm-hmm. uh, otherwise you'll just see the lsu offense feast well also the, the other thing is for both teams heading clemson's issue for me heading into last or two a couple weeks ago was they hadn't been tested all year yeah obviously they i think they got tested in north north carolina right yeah. that was their one game but it was like okay what happens when a team like ohio state lines up and obviously it was a great game and it was a shootout and clemson showed yeah they're still clemson like, mm-hmm. come on now uh lsu has not been tested like yeah. really at all this year like you can talk about that bama game that was a late touchdown that really yeah. shrunk that deficit they down. like lsu was wire to wire that the d team in that game clemson that's I mean they're gonna test them like what happens if you know LSU goes down 14 nothing 14 three something yeah. like that like do they go down because they've been playing from ahead so. and be and beyond that yeah what happens if this game is let's say this game is 28 28 going to the fourth quarter mm-hmm. right 
we don't know what LSU is like in a competitive fourth quarter. I mean, the last time they played, a, they were like, well, let's score the Texas game late, right? Yeah. But that, sure. but that was also yeah. four months ago. Also, I mean, yeah, and, and you got to, like, LSU's defense is good. Mm-hmm. But not good. Not, yeah, not amazing. Not great. No, not amazing. They they have a they're prone to le- getting things over the top. Like we mentioned the Texas game. Uh, Al- we mentioned Alabama coming in late mm-hmm. and kind of making a little late push there. So, yeah. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. We'll start with Ashley Pickle. Ashley, mm-hmm. who you got? Clemson or LSU? LSU. Go Tigers. <laughs> Ish. I was gonna do a Go Tigers. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go LSU. Say uh, it. Touchdown. Go Tigers. <laughs> I. <sighs> See, here's the thing: is I don't want to be unanimous because I do think this is a close game. Yeah, that's yeah. what always makes me tense. Yeah, I think that Clemson. It would it would not surprise me at all if we were talking about Clemson in the national winning the national championship tomorrow morning. Like mm-hmm. that wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all. But I am going to go with LSU. I think they've been the best team in the state, or best team in the state, best team in in um, in. in <laughs> I mean, they beat both Texas and A and M. I think I think they've been the best team in the country all year long. I think being at home, at home, will help as well. Um, yeah, and in the in the end, you go with the team with the single individual best player. The single individual best player in this game is Joe Burrow. Man, you yeah. just hope for a good game at this point. Like, there's been so many national championship games like this where it's like, oh yeah, it could be so close, and then one team. I mean, remember just last year? Yeah, last year. So last year annoying. we were thinking, oh man, Clemson, Alabama, it's gonna yep. be great, and then Clemson just like. Yeah. yeah, and that's like the worst if to get... hype this up like yeah. this much and to hope for such a good game for it to come out one sided either way is just gonna suck. So. If we get if we get something along the lines of Ohio State Clemson a couple weeks ago yeah. in, the, in yeah. the semifinal, like that'd be so much fun. Great. Yeah. That was so much fun. I just want a good game. That's, that's all I yeah. want to. That's yeah. I do too. Just want a good game. So there you go. There's some national championship talk. Now we got Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um. So one. Here we go. Uh, Brent Hoven asked earlier, he said, what is the best food for the game tonight? If you're going to have a party for the national championship, what would you bring to the table? Breakfast for dinner. <laughs> um, I'm a wings guy. You're a wings guy? Yeah. Yeah. Are uh, you a flats or a drums guy? Drums. See, I uh, was a drums guy. Mm-hmm. And now and I think you, it's even. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. You realize work. you get a little bit more meat on the on the, on on the, the flats. flats. Yeah. yeah. Too much work. It's underrated. I mean, you can't, yeah, you can't go wrong with the wings, yeah. right? Can't go wrong with the wings. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing is, too, with the flats, too, if you get it just right, you can, like, break it down the middle so it's easier to dip in ranch. Big ranch yeah, pan. Yeah, nice. no, that's fine. I think the drum is just nice. Just one little. The drum, the drum <laughs> comes, <laughs> comes, comes with the handle, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it comes with the handle. And it's yeah. easy. It's just like you just eat the meat off the bone. Wing, there it is. Look at that. There's wings no are easy. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Pizza's easy too. My wife, my wife and I uh, used to do like a Super Bowl party, mm-hmm. uh, and we would do like a potluck, and we would end up with all this food left over. Um, so I don't know, maybe like if you want to do like a pot of chili, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's a good one too. Queso, queso, chips, and, and uh, quesos, yeah. poppers. Poppers are always my favorite. Oh, like jalapeno football. poppers. Yeah, jalapeno mm-hmm. poppers. One of my uh, old high school teachers uh, threw always threw a party and for Super Bowl, and he would theme it to whatever teams are in the. And so, like, for when the Patriots won, he had, like, Sam Adams and, like, a bunch of stuff. For, like, Atlanta, he had, like, a bunch of Southern cooking. So, it was, like... So, for ten... Like, if if, if the Titans make the Super Bowl. Like, I can't... You can't go... You can't go dry rope because Memphis hates Nashville. Uh, (laughs) That's interesting. It's got to be barbecue regardless, right? Yeah. Yeah. No matter what... So, you can't go dry rope, though, because Memphis... And then, in if San Francisco makes it, you can just do, like, vegan food. Right. No, that was it. Like, when Seattle (laughs) made it, it was just, like, hey, you get... Coffee. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's fish. Coffee and whatever. Now just everyone feels gross at the right, end of it right. and not for that reason. Denver's like, yes, yeah, congrats, Coors. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> you coors and edibles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's an ender. That's an ender. <laughs> Thank you for spending part of your day with us. No more. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at textfootball.com for Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs>